hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with the B-Cast. So welcome back to the B-Cast. Number 13. Number 13 for Halloween. It's like 31 backwards. (laughs) (laughs) So we just watched The Worst Witch. And it was awesome. (laughs) This is where J.K. Rowling stole all of her best works. It really is like, I would say it was a Harry Potter ripoff if it didn't come out before Harry Potter. (laughs) Like, ten years before Harry Potter. Like, even more than that. I, I'd be willing to bet that if you went through her her tape collection, there's a copy of War Switch somewhere. Probably. Probably. Maybe all the books as well. Just trying to think. We should just intro again. Hi, welcome to the B-Cast. I'm Valeria. I'm Mike. I'm Melissa. And I'm Seth Fiss. Seth wrote our intro song in approximately three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Around that much time. So, yeah, The Worst Witch. Worst we watched witch. it. I don't know about anybody else, but Seth here brought this wonderful movie into my life. Um, him and his lovely wife here, they watch it every year around Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's the best Halloween movie ever for kids. <laughs> that um, that was a TV thing. Even better than the Olsen twins' double-double toil and trouble. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so... Saying that's better is quite a compliment. Yeah, I think. It was way better than that, which I watched about 37 times when it came out. Yeah, <laughs> that really? one year. Wow. Yeah. But is it better than Hocus Pocus? Uh, Ooh. They're awesome. on different. Uh, pro- well, I wouldn't say maybe because there was a lot more conflict in Hocus Pocus. And this one, they were just like, well, you kind of suck at being a witch. Oh, hey, I stumbled upon the bad guys and murdered them into snails. <laughs> <laughs> murdered them into snails, and then murdered them back in caves again. Hocus Pocus was more like teen, though, wasn't it? Wasn't there, like, this yeah. lady that was a cat, and they needed a virgin? There was a guy that was a cat. And he was a teen. He was a teen, and there were the, it was the main actor in it was um, the guy who played the main part in Erie, Indiana. I never, I, I never yeah. really watched that show, even though oh, it was it's, local. It's it was quite good. Be, like I, I remember it being like really close to the Goosebumps TV show. Yes. Um, like similar time slots and out at about the same time. I like the Indiana a little better personally. Yeah. Well, the Goosebumps I mean, books were really good, but the series, not quite as good. I, I was invested in Goosebumps. I, uh, you I know, understand. I, I read the books. I remember after a, uh, after going to the movies one day at like a mall. We went to this bookstore, and I saw the first Goosebumps book, and I'm like, what is this? And I picked it up, and there was only like two or three out at the time. Might have only been two. Mm-hmm. R.L. Stein is still going. Is he really? He's still writing books. That's, does he's he not do... doing Goosebumps anymore, is he? Um, I don't know for sure if Goosebumps, but he's still doing like Fear Street he's or, still doing or, Fear or Street? something like that. Maybe not Fear Street itself, but other books like That's that. Same kind of vein. Mm-hmm. And he's on Twitter. So. <laughs> I read a couple of Fear Street books, and I remember they were like, there was a little bit more kind of mature tween content. Yeah, I wrote, I read um, the books, some books of his besides Goosebumps. I read The Beast about the roller coaster. I think. Yeah. I don't really remember much, and I think there was a sequel. And then they had one of those um, 
rides in an arcade that was like the uh, it was a movie, but it moved. Oh, okay. Of that was supposed to be that roller coaster, but it was just a roller coaster. It didn't take you to a different place, like in the book. I don't really remember. So the kid from Erie, Indiana, yes, <laughs> was in Hocus Pocus. That's where we got with that. Um, yeah, so like I thought that was more kind of like a teen movie. Not like I mean, I agree. It's not quite in the same. It was also was it Disney? Um, it seems Disney like, doesn't it? Yeah. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Whereas this was a Canadian-made movie for HBO or something, wasn't it? I have, I'm not sure. I, it wouldn't surprise me because it had. I mean, it's. It doesn't look like its budget was very big, but it yeah. did have a few kind of notable stars, like the incomparable Tim Curry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as the Grand Wizard. Yeah, and the really nice. House mom from what's that show? Facts of Life. Facts of Charlotte Ray from the Facts of Life. It had Diane Rigg from The Avengers and Rebecca, whatever that is. I'm unfamiliar with that. And it starred Feruza Balk from American History X and The Water War and um, The Craft, which the is also another witch movie. Yep, yeah. And that remake of Wizard of Oz. Yes, The Return to Oz. Return to marvelously Oz. creepy. So, one of the traits of this film are some of the creative character names of the students and the teachers. My favorite character name, I think, is Zoe Chant Vestry. Chant Das Dash Vestry. Chanting (laughs) as in, which is chanting? Does anybody else have a a favorite character name? I like a... Professor Hardbroom. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Constance Hardbroom. <laughs> Is that her first name? I did not know her first name. Yeah. Miss, I can't believe she's not married. I can. <laughs> she was so mean. So they didn't give Miss Cackle a first name? Miss Cackle, another excellent Just name. Miss Cackle and then Agatha <laughs> Cackle. Yeah, twins. And Tim Curry's, <laughs> Tim Curry's name is The Grand Wizard. That's it. That's all he needs. You know, this this movie should have had the tagline, Double Double Mildred Hubble. Oh, why didn't you write that? Why didn't... Why maybe that didn't was one of the book's names. <laughs> like, maybe she made a double of herself accidentally. Why didn't four-year-old Seth get on that and make that happen for this movie? I don't remember. <laughs> I like how they've got all these names, and then all of a sudden there's just... Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sophie Hattrick. Hattrick? Yes. Oh dear. There's also Gloria Hobgoblin. That's a nice name. Yeah. <laughs> and they switch it up once. It's Pixie Brown. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Maud Warlock. It's an old uh, warlocking name, I'm sure. <laughs> Many generations. Ethel Hollow. Um, I think there's a Bubbles in there somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bubbles. Dawn Undercover, I think I remember. Natalie Sinister and Verity Sinister. <laughs> Bubble, Bubble Toil. toil. <laughs> that Bubble is. Toil. That might be my favorite one. Goody Two Charm. <laughs> Dawn, Dawn Undercover. Dawn yeah, undercover. she was a... She was Tim Curry's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Misty Meadow that just sounds like a porn star name. 
Dawn Undercover doesn't sound like a porn star name. <laughs> it sounds like a more... She probably plays a cop, like one of those. <laughs> uh, Dawn Undercover is a, it's a porn title, I think. But <laughs> there, was, there was a character named Perfect. Prefect. A prefect. I can't read. <laughs> I can't read. I can't math. I can't internet. Like Percy Weasley. Yeah, he Percy was a Weasley was a prefect. So that was the prefect. Okay. So um, I'm convinced that this is like uh, all the parents of Harry Potter when they were in school. Yes, <laughs> but they were in. This is like their elementary school. Yeah, yeah. That does. It covers a whole like wizardry level. That you don't. No, never mind. Yeah, no. They started at like eleven in the. Yeah. So, so this is like the this is the grade school for wizardry. And, it goes along with Hogwarts, you know. It yeah. does. And in fact, I think they said Mildred was a first year. I think they said she was a first year witch. Yep. Yep. It's probably like middle school. Uh-huh. Sixth grade, maybe? Yeah. And they already started learning how to use brooms. Yeah. yeah. I know, just like Harry! Yeah. And they were given their, their familiar animals. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they were all cats. Yeah, all cats. There was no owl male. Mm-mm. No, that was not allowed there. Neither flying and cauldrons in the hallways were also not allowed. <laughs> that could be a great drinking game. Every time you saw a no flying or a no cauldron or a no cat sign. <laughs> For anybody that hasn't seen this movie, it is a bit... Uh, it's a treat. There's, uh, there's some very obvious green screenshots. However, they're not bad. They actually kind of work for what they're going for. They weren't any worse than the CGI flying scenes in the first couple Harry Potter movies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, and and they do really uh, tout on their one really big star at the time, which was Tim Curry. He plays the the Grand Wizard. Let's just face it, he was playing Tim Curry. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Tim Curry... Playing Tim Curry, they gave him a cape. He looked more like a vampire than a wizard. And, and the rest of the outfit was probably just his street clothes. Yeah, he strolled in onto set. Yeah, he was wearing like a white tuxedo, <laughs> <laughs> and he had a white cape that had a, a that bat had, for a bow tie. Yeah, <laughs> that that bat bow tie was working it. Um, the cape had like. Obviously, like broom handles in it, so that he could make his arms look super long when it twirled yeah. around. Or else it was those things for directing airplanes. Oh yeah, yeah. And it must have had pockets because during his big number, he kept pulling objects out of it. <laughs> Magic. Well, it was all CG, and it was kind of like a mid-level shot. So I'm pretty sure he had like a table next to him where he's pulling. He's like, I'm gonna pick up the heart. And squeeze it. He was pulling stuff out of hammer space, like in cartoons. He probably got them all from the Acme Supply Company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the evil witches who were thwarted by this 10-year-old girl who was in her first year and was With horrible messy at, pigtails. Yeah, messy pigtails and just horrible at all of her classes was able to turn, was able to, like, thwart the enemy. <laughs> like, there were, like, nine of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With buckshot spells. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those buckshot spells. <laughs> Apparently what they do is they transport people to World War II movie scenes. Buckshot's yes. <laughs> uh, still used regularly. Perusa probably has PTSD to this day. <laughs> oh, man. It's pretty serious. That's why she always plays crazy characters. Yes. yes. 
Well, I read oh. recently on Neil Gaiman's Tumblr that she makes candles now. That's that's fitting. And for he a witch. he he keeps um, an apiary. He has uh, bees, and he sent her some beeswax. Nice for her oh. candles. How, now, how did that relationship begin? I wonder. That's, that's what I. How does a Feruza meet a Neil Gaiman? I think Neil Gaiman probably just liked the craft. He well, seems like he was an emo kid. He said he was a fan of hers ever since The Worst Witch and Return to Oz. He mentioned really? them both oh, yeah. when people were asking how he knew her. He was like Tim Curry. He was like, mm, I like what I see there. <laughs> oh, God. He was like, he's right. She's not the Worst Witch anymore. <laughs> Again, I'm 29. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> at, one point in, at one point in the song, he's singing these, just trying to rhyme anything with Halloween, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, anybody seen my tambourine? He, he and this song is annoying. Get hurt my spleen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I choose to believe he does carry that tambourine with him at all times. Just for moments like that. I'd like to run into her and be like, I haven't seen your tambourine. Here it is. <laughs> if he pulls it out, that would just be magical. <laughs> On like, my walk, I think I, I have something for you. The machine. I found this. Yes. <laughs> Take it. It's dangerous to go alone. <laughs> Tim Curry's like, this is why I don't do the fucking cons anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it is worth noting that there are three pretty big musical numbers in this. <laughs> oh, the opening um, song about how growing up isn't easy. Yeah, that's the opener. And then the and school the song yes. by the evil Miss Cackle. Which I Cackle. love that song. That song's probably <laughs> one of the best ones in the awesome. movie. Well, I guess the real school song is in there too, but yeah, I can't well, that, really understand it. That's like that's like people at Catholic church singing a hymn, though. It's all really like monotone. But you know what was missing? A song about hanging out, hanging <laughs> up, hanging out, hanging, hanging out, out with, with my family, having ourselves a party. You should see Birdemic. No, you shouldn't. But, but no, no, yeah, it just, that movie, despite the, the funniness of the Rift Tracks guy, guys, it still felt really long to me. Actually, download the Rift Tracks, uh, it's like a dollar. Mm-hmm. Do they have it available as a... Yeah, they had it as a Rift first. I think all of their live shows they've actually done as Oh, it is, first. it's there. Birdemic Shock and Terror. Ooh. Oh my goodness. And it got on the one cover, and a half stars. On the cover, you see the That's only generous. birds in the movie. <laughs> That's right. But don't worry, they are cut and paste and used in several scenes. Oh. They it's split. only about the last third, 25% of the movie that you actually see the birds. Yeah, yeah. The whole first half of the movie was made just to establish that. They had a lot of money, so they could afford the $100 gallon gas. <laughs> <laughs> and solar panels. Solar panels. Solar panels. Solar panels. This movie is dark, comma, scary. <laughs> <laughs> Birdemic. Lots of driving. I wonder if I can get to, like, their... Let's read... Let's I'm read giving the... it a five. <laughs> <laughs> let's read the summary. Two lovers struggling to survive an all-out avian war against humanity team up with gun-toting campers to rescue a pair of orphaned kids. All right, you know what? None of them were campers. No. And they didn't do it to rescue the kids. They just 
happened among the kids. They were like, hey, look, a crash, let's see if there's any survivors. Oh, oh orphans. Orphans. <laughs> let's take them. Let's not take them to the police or anything. Let's get them some sandwiches and some blurred candy And, bars. you know, they were <laughs> they were pretty optimistic you. about leaving their dead parents. They were just like, oh, okay, bye. Well, I mean, I guess they're dead now. We can't they really... never asked about them. They weren't like, I miss mom. It's like, you had no mom now, right? We just demanded sandwich and happy meal. And why couldn't they ever go into a building to avoid the birds? I don't know. They did, but then they were like, "No, we have to get in the car. The car is a little point." <laughs> this movie is a shameless global warming deterrent film. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, like, if you did not like uh, Al Gore's film, you're really not gonna like how this just shoves it down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> they even mentioned their film. They went on a double date to Inconvenient True. And That's somehow, right. somehow, right. they both got laid that night. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you're not as boring as that film. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the main couple did not have sex, because when they woke up, pants were still attached. <laughs> Well, that's just because he doesn't know how to take pants off. (laughs) He's still wearing that black tank top. Yeah. I felt like he was wearing... Like, she got down to the underpants, and he was in his, like, thick shorts and woolly tank top. And he just wouldn't take it off. He never took his pants off, but he still lost his car keys somehow. <laughs> that was that was my favorite thing. It's like I lost my car keys somehow. <laughs> Can we take your van full of AK forty sevens? Sure, I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> so yeah, Birdemic. Shock and terror. That's the whole title. It is Who will survive? Birdemic! <laughs> Shock and terror. Who will survive? <laughs> Made in two thousand and eight, but it looks like it was made in like ninety three. <laughs> it yeah. does. It, um, the acting and picture quality was on par with many video Sega CD games. Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's pretty much what I got from it. And I, I love that the, the thrift tracks guys did point it out. There are several areas where they were just like. We don't need sound in these spots because nobody's talking. So the sound just cuts out completely, and then the next person talks, and you can hear them talk and background noise resume all of a sudden. Yeah. That, that's something that you learn in, like, film class 101, that if you're going to have... If you're going to film dialogue in anywhere with background noise, you need to, like, film or record about two minutes of background noise to just go over your spot with no dialogue. Huh. Well, honestly, like, you're supposed to just... You should have, like, five-minute background noise and then put it, like, low and then put the dialogue on top of it so it's just always happening. Yeah, but, I mean, you can loop it. You don't need yeah. You don't need that big of a clip. You can just copy and loop it. But still, it's just, like, you know, when it's not there, you notice it. Yeah. And, and they should have noticed it when they were editing. Unless they were just like, let's edit this... Alright, it's edited. I don't need to watch it. I know it's good. I did it. There's like a scene in the very beginning where they're talk where they're two main characters are talking to each other outside and it's clear that they filmed all of their lines individually and then spliced it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. awful. What, what tells me is um they uh there were several scenes where it was uh like the edits were very uneven. And it's almost like the movie skipped. Yeah. Like, they would pan from left to right over a scene, and at the end they would leave about 
10 seconds of the end shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it didn't establish anything. <laughs> and then you have lines where it'd be like, I just got here. Pause. Oh, good! <laughs> <laughs> need us, need we not forget. It's like, hey, we went to high school together. Where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Although one thing that kind of made me giggle a little bit is uh, the the Rift Tracks guys made a quote about, uh, it's like, this is what happens when you record your movie on vinyl. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I actually have a more or less vinyl-based video player. Oh, me (laughs) away. Yeah, it's, it's called Video Disc. It was a very badly received competitor to Laserdisc. I never even knew it existed until I had my parents search for a Laserdisc player and they came up with that instead. <laughs> awesome. You're like, this won't play my video discs. Or this won't play my Laserdisc. What are you... What, parents! <laughs> <laughs> Curse you, mom and dad! <laughs> I was like, no, this is really neat. It's not what I was looking for, but it's almost as awesome. Have you got many shows for it? I do. I've got Back to the Future on it. I've got Swamp Thing, Counter Monte Cristo. Got him on a Crisco? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, the story about. He just greases uh, cookie sheets all day. (laughs) It was a story about a guy who invented grease (laughs) (laughs) that was wronged by his wife's, you know, concubine. And uh, I don't know. (laughs) That would be excellent. We need to write that. You heard it here first. A B-Cast production. Count Count Monte Monte Crisco. (laughs) And apparently we won't be replacing it. (laughs) We won't be releasing it on video disc exclusively. (laughs) And Betamax tapes. (laughs) And Betamax tapes. Speaking of Betamax tapes, there is a Betamax tape in The Worst Witch. Yes. Yes, there is. It's got two Tim Currys on it. Yes. You need to be careful on Halloween because there will be ghouls that will mess with your Betamax. (laughs) (laughs) They'll ruin all your, your tapes from... From, from London to Idaho. Yeah, from London to Idaho. <laughs> so if you live outside of that area, you might be safe. Yeah. Your Betamax tapes might be okay. I think or we're just out of the reach of the Betamax goblins, actually. Yes. I think we're, like, right in the middle of their, their awful pillaging. Oh, no. Aren't we? I mean, we're right... We're in Indiana, right between London and Idaho. Oh, crap. Well, maybe if we pray <laughs> to David Bowie, he'll... And then oh. we're all safe. All right. <laughs> One can only hope. What other horrors come on Halloween according to the Grand Wizard's song? Your dentist may turn into a queen. (laughs) (laughs) Unless he was a queen already. (laughs) That's right. Your dog could turn into a cat. Oh no! (laughs) There might be a toad in your bass guitar. No. The bass guitar that they showed didn't have like any... It wasn't acoustic so it didn't have a hole. So I'm pretty sure that a toad could not be in your bass guitar. And, and if you notice, the guy was strumming it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was strumming it. Your sister could turn into a bat. Christmas time brings the snow. Oh, snow and sun don't rhyme. We <laughs> <laughs> do it with our artistic license. Come on. He rhymes sun and run. run. Yeah, he does. Something funky going, going down. down. Now. Gremlins gonna mess every cassette. I thought Gremlins messed with planes. Well, up there, there's something. It's because planes have movies. True. Mm. That's that's Mm -hmm. wow. From London to Idaho, April first can be fun. New Year's Eve is a bore. What? 
sounds snobby. <laughs> but on Halloween, your flesh begins to crawl. <laughs> your teacher could become a sardine. Toenails grow <laughs> long and your hair turns green. Has anybody seen my tambourine? <laughs> I may start playing Begin the Begin. Harry, scary, creepy, crawly Halloween. What other bad things could happen on Halloween? Um, you could eat poisoned candy with razor blades. Yes. True. Yes, that would be the worst. <laughs> poisoned razor bladed candy with a little bit of a double kill. <laughs> they wanted to make sure. And then again. It's like I put a razor blade in so that the poison will seep into the cuts quicker. Yes. I put a razor blade in because you're not going to notice that there's a razor blade in this. I had to cut it to put this in there. Speaking of which, I, I, I feel like I should uh, mention this. Uh, this this last couple of... Like, for the last five days, I've watched a horror movie every day. And I'm still doing it. You know, you, yeah, I've got that thing on the site. One that I really loved is called Trick or Treat. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I always see that at the video store. And I'm like, I should get this. No, I'm going to get this. You, um, you should get it. Or come over and watch it. I would bring it over, but it's Blu-ray. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, we did just rub that in there, Mike. I'm just saying. Now, everybody, I do not have a Blu-ray player, and we're making that very obvious. It's okay. Most people don't. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't feel for that. But we're now accepting donations for the Get Mal Blu-ray player. Yeah, the Get Mal Blu-ray <laughs> player uh, foundation. You can donate. I'm going to set up a, a donate to the Bcast PayPal button. It's an offshoot of the fine Tim Curry's tambourine. But yeah, no, that movie was really good, and there's a there's a character in it that uses a candy bar as, like, the base for his razor. Like, it's like a box knife, but it holds the blade with a candy bar. Neat! Yeah. Um, hmm. Which is pretty interesting. So that made me think about that. Um, it's really awesome. It's like these four or five different stories that like, it's kind of like a, a creep show or a Tales from the Crypt where it's, like, unique stories, but they all kind of weave together. So it's, like, all it's like the story of the night instead of the story of the characters so mm-hmm. much. So um, kind of like love, actually. Yeah, a little bit, but, but with lots of dead people. Ah. Th- that's a good ta- tagline. <laughs> love, actually, with dead people. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a movie called The Nines with Ryan Reynolds in it. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. It's it was kind of, very odd. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, this guy plays M- MMORPG, like Second Life kind of thing, but then believes that it's his real life, and then it's kind of like Ready Player One mixed with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Alright, that's really <laughs> specific, and I'm not sure many of our listeners have read Ready Player One. Well, you, you should. should. They Everybody should have, should. yeah. That's a good <laughs> I recommend The Nines with Ryan Reynolds. So Fido's fun, but it's not that great. Yeah. Whenever, like, they're like, people like that movie liked Fido. I'm like, I only kind of liked Fido, but I really liked Cemetery Man, so... Yeah. Not sure I think Fido that. just kind of lived off the fame of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I watched well, the beginning of it and then never got around to finishing it. It's one of those movies where it's, like, it's a great concept... But, you know, you don't have to watch the whole thing. So, um, since we watched a children's Halloween show, uh, growing up, what did, what did you watch 
for Halloween? Well, um, what do we watch for Halloween? Yeah. Um, it was always kind of the same, the same answer for like Christmas and Halloween. There's a Garfield <laughs> special. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a, like a Charlie Brown special as yeah, well. The Great uh-huh. Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and the Garfield. Uh, I watched those year round though. Yeah. Personally. <laughs> um, <laughs> you would. <laughs> I watched that, um, and then. See, I don't. We didn't really specifically watch any kind of kids stuff for the holidays. I was very at a very young age into horror, like adult horror, because because my dad was a fan, and as a result, whenever my mom was out of town, <laughs> I got to be a fan too. Um, you know, the, people would probably say, "Oh, that's horrible parenting," but I love him to death for it because, I mean, I was eleven. Uh, I, I grew up kind of quickly as far as movies go, anyways. Um, and I just, like, I loved it. I got bored with all the kiddie horror stuff they tried to do. Um, but, you know, that, that's me. Anybody else have any kind of Halloween movie traditions growing up? I just re- I remember, I don't know if you guys watched TGIF very much. Oh, yeah. But there was always ridiculous sitcom Halloween episodes on. Those were always good. <laughs> Plus the Treehouse of Horrors. On yes. The yes! That was always I good. I was about to say, the Simpsons horror was some of the yes. best episodes out there. Oh, I love the one with the aliens. All of the ones with the aliens. Mm-hmm. Those are the best. I like the one where there, there's a fog that turns their skin inside out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the one where uh, they move into a haunted house and then the house eats itself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's like kind of like uh, is that like poultrygeist? Yeah, I mean poultrygeist. <laughs> Sorry, it's like poultrygeist. There's no, it's not. Yeah, no, it's, it's on the, the burial ground. Or, yeah, it's built on the burial ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the one where Homer was in the went through the um, portal into the three dimensional world. Oh, that's <laughs> no. that was my favorite one. <laughs> That was probably one of the least horror-y ones, but it's still really cool. It was more of like a sci-fi kind of a thing. Yeah. Like their version of The Raven. Oh, that was oh, good. Yes. Oh, yeah. That 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 episode, growing up as a kid, got me into Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, like, if anybody out there doesn't already know Edgar Allan Poe, go read his stuff. He is, like, one of the, like, great... Like English writers of the whatever generation, nineteenth century, yeah, something like that. But he did like just amazing twisted stories, like uh, classics, like the Telltale Heart, the Raven. I don't remember the name of it, but there was like one where a wife killed her husband with like a rack of lamb, <laughs> and then Neat. cooked it and <laughs> fed it to the police officers, thus destroying the murder weapon. <laughs> awesome. um, the Pit and the Pendulum, that's Edgar. Like, just mm-hmm. so many great horror stories. And they're all pretty short, too. They're probably, like, 20 pages tops. Mm-hmm. The story stories. And, you, and um, they claim that he was the first mystery writer. Yeah. Oh. That at least the popularity of mystery books. He always had those uh, unreliable narrators, too, which is something that I was found was really cool. Telltale Heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did that, that whole movie come out? Yeah. I the missed Raven. it. Yeah, it, it's out. I want to see it. Um, yeah, I do too. It's got John Fusack. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? I didn't like it. Oh. I thought it was awful. I really did. 
And that's why I didn't get a chance to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll still go and see it. I am excited uh, this weekend, uh, Silent Hill. Uh, I think it should be the third one because it's in 3D. I think I think the third installment of every sequel kind of thing should be in 3D and none of the rest of them. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you for that. Like, if we could keep 3D to the third movie of every franchise, I'd be great with that. <laughs> because that means that we'd have, like, one-third as many... Or, no, two-thirds as... Two-thirds few, fewer. Two-thirds fewer 3D movies. And I think they're <laughs> terrible, but... Um, but did you know that Hank Green made uh, 2D glasses that you could take the 3D films? I heard about that. That's awesome. Is that really possible? Yeah. Oh. Well, because for the most part, it's based on polarization. So if you just get the same polarized lens in each thing, you just see like a flat image. Yeah. <gasps> That's oh, Hank Green. You Speaking of which, I need to I need to nerd out just a little bit. There's a cool technology that Sony had where uh, they would. Uh, this was for PlayStation 3 for, like, very specific games. But they used a 3D capability to do a multiplayer. So one one person's screen would be polarized one way, and the other person's screen would be polarized the other way. Cool. So you both got full screen on the same screen. You just had to wear the different glasses. That's cool. And that was, like, that's probably one of the best uses of 3D technology I've heard of so far. <laughs> That is um, really awesome. Yeah, I, I really want to see that implemented in more places, like especially at work, because people are always like, hey, you should be working, not, you know, looking at stuff on Amazon. And I'm like, you need to be not looking over my shoulder, dude. <laughs> they could do that with movies, and then people would get different endings. That's cool, or too, yeah. They'd see two different movies oh, they the same soundtrack. That'd be hard to Well, do you'd that. have to give everybody headphones, too. Yeah. There, there was a push, like, somewhere in the 90s. Uh, that would be interesting. Like, if you were showing a kid's movie and a horror movie, and, like, kids would laugh, and then, like, people would be like, ah! Like, <laughs> at the most inappropriate times. Oh, my God, that'd be amazing. It's like, uh, <laughs> kid people who have to take their kids to the movies. They're like, all right, so you guys can see Lady and the Tramp and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you don't mix up the glasses or headphones. <laughs> I love that idea. You'd have like red ones for kids and blue ones for adults. It could yeah. just be like the, you could bring your your smartphone and they could have a channel. <laughs> yeah. Or hand out radios. That's oh. what they could do with all those old Walkman radios. Man, I always liked those. Uh, like they do in cartoons all the time, where they go like Futurama. I think did this where they went to a movie and they were like, "If you want this to happen, press one. Okay. <laughs> if you want this to happen, press two. And they're like, "You press two? No, I pressed one. I pressed one." <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Actually, yes. they uh, they had a couple of movies like that back in like the nineties. Uh, there were like these special theaters that were outfitted with like little buttons, and you'd like, do you want the person to do this? Or do you do that? And like everybody voted, whichever <laughs> got the most votes was what happened. That's great. Um, I thought it was really neat. Not surprisingly, it didn't catch on <laughs> because that would have been really awesome for Clue. It would yeah. have, yeah. Mm. Well, the thing, the logistics of well, logistics of it are a nightmare. Like they'd have to release them as video games. You can't just release them as movies, and mm-hmm. so I don't know. But, I, actually, Final Destination Three, the DVD release, was a choose your own adventure. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Uh, like every time there was a a thing where you could choose what to do, mm-hmm. it would pause and it would be like, 
uh, you know, push left on your remote for this and push right on your remote for this. Now, is that a mode or is that the default movie view? That's the default movie. That's crazy. Yeah. I, you know, I've been meaning to check those out, and I have even more. I think I have it. I'll have to, I'll have to look for it or something. It. Or but. get it again. I don't know. But it was awesome. And it didn't really change much. It's just like the difference of how they died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still really There was actually like one or two of them that got to go a little bit further in the movie, but once you reach a certain point, they would still die. But it was awesome. Choose Your Own Adventure books taught me that I make poor choices. (laughs) (laughs) So the third one's the one with the roller coaster. Yes. Yes. Okay, if you choose not to get on the roller coaster, the movie ends right away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and in the background they're just like, eh. <laughs> There's like this explosion, and everyone's like, "Wow, I'm glad I didn't get on that roller coaster." Let's go get a funnel cake. It's like, hey, everybody, I hear an explosion, but I'm cool, so I'm not gonna look. <laughs> um, wow. So, I have really been loving like watching a new horror movie every day, and I'm thinking that I'm gonna have to keep that up. Not every day, but I kind of want to do it as like a steady feature, um, or like just review like maybe two DVDs a week, like maybe one that I like and one that I know nothing about. Yeah, and just make up a review for it. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I read the back of this DVD. No, and, no, well, I'll, like, <laughs> I'll watch one that I already know that I like, and then I'll grab ones like the fetus monster of Nantucket. <laughs> and I'm like, this could be awesome, or it could be terrible. Bucket. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, you know, so oh, that's that's a fetus monster was a top hat. <laughs> nice. Uh, Kills people with a top hat. No, uh, last night in Birdemic, when the bird like slit that guy's throat, I was like, get the duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that works in B movies, right? Decapitated. That was epic. I still love that movie. As well you should. As well you should. Highly recommend Decapitated. So worth it. It's worth every crazy scene. So how many new, like, awesome movies to recommend people do you think that you've experienced since we started this? Um, 13. 13? Yeah. 13. Well, 12. 12? I don't recommend Audition. True. It was kind of awful. And we didn't actually watch a movie on the first one, so... No, we didn't. That was like an intro. Like, hey, we're doing this thing, maybe. Yep, yep. And we did. If you can find it, I recommend the movie The Pool. The Pool. Let's see if it's on It's pretty place. good. It hasn't been, every time I've checked. We, our, a, fr- a group of friends and I read that in college, thinking it would be silly it's to make fun of. And... It actually turned into the a pretty good... pool? No, just the pool. No. It's a pretty decent slasher flick with some creative kills, at least yeah. to somebody who hadn't seen a lot of slasher flicks at the time. Anyway. Let's see what... I plan on uh, revisiting the movie yep. Bar- uh, Barn of the Naked Dead at some point. Barn of the Naked Dead. It was terrible. That's and the one. false yeah. advertising all out of the ass. It's basically a movie that has a barn. It has a barn, 
And here it is. But I don't think there's any nudity. And I don't know if anybody was actually dead, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Another one we rented to make fun of is called Ninja Vengeance. Vengeance. <laughs> and it took a long time for the ninja to get around to his vengeance. I don't think he actually got around to it. <laughs> I don't think so either. I... We, there's that, and then there's another one. I remember where it was like fish that, that was were called, eating people. That was called Dagon. That is based on um, a book by oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, H.P. Lovecraft. Uh huh. Okay. It's called Dagon. We rented it thinking, oh, one to make fun of, and then it was just disturbing. I remember a lot of torsos of people who are half eaten. Yes. <laughs> so if you like gross, watch that. Yes, <laughs> that might be a good one for the for you guys to review for the podcast. Dagon. Oh yeah, because there was that Jake, and then they fed her to Dagon. Yes. No wait, he impregnated her and then he ate her. What? <laughs> it's two sacrifices. <laughs> yes. One of them's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? That is a way to always. Uh, make sure you have a virgin for virgin sacrifice. Knock somebody out. <laughs> There's a vampire movie where the main character, so he doesn't get fed on again by the vampire, mm-hmm. he and his girlfriend, or the girl that he's interested in, I think, have sex in the casket. <laughs> it's a funny movie. I think it's called Once Bitten. Oh! The one with Jim Carrey? Was it Jim Carrey or was it that guy that looks like Jim Carrey? Once Bitten has Jim Carrey. I think it might be that one. Once Bitten, you won't feel no pain. Once Bitten. Penny's enthralled by our conversation. We should we should see Once Bitten. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. Because, yeah, it's like this girl who has to feed... She's a vampire and she has to feed on a virgin once every so often. But doesn't she take it from the vein of the leg? Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very early Jim Carrey movie, and it's it's very interesting. Um, I like it. It's not like anything you'd expect from him, but whereas Rubber Face is terrible. Oh, speaking of Rubber, we should totally review Rubber because well, it's awful. It. I do hate it, but we should still review it. Are you talking like just a review on the site, or do you want to do a podcast on it? Both. All right. For no reason. For no reason. For no reason. Hey, you know, I am all for watching bad movies and doing a podcast. I've got like a backlog of a million things I want us to watch. We're watching Halloween. Poor Michael Myers. It's just looking for the night for... Actually, I think I wrote about that in one of the... Posts. And I'm pretty sure we've mentioned on it like four or five different podcasts because <laughs> I was amused. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Jason is just really bad with shapes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Michael Myers is bad with shapes. Jason's doing PSAs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, kids don't have sex. Or I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drop the soap in the shower. Or I'll kill you. <laughs> Don't ride your bike alone at night. Or I'll kill you. <laughs> I don't like the voice I had for Jason there. I, I don't know what voice he would have. 
Or maybe it's more like this. Hey, kids. <laughs> Sorry, now. Having sex in the woods? Stop. None of that. Don't do that or I'll kill you. <laughs> Camping? It's like, oh, you kids. Making with no clothes on. Making country time lemonade. <laughs> Jason doesn't approve. <laughs> you live in a log house. You yes, shaved your head to look like me. <laughs> With the mask, you probably sound like this. <laughs> hey, stop that! Jason, honey, use your words. Come on, you guys! Solar panels! So has everybody seen Jason Goes to Hell? Yeah. I have not. I don't think so. It, it's the fun one where say we find out that Jason... Spoilers... But it's really old, so so screw you. What is? Did you ever figure out what the window of opportunity for spoilers was? Uh, we watched the uh, spoilers. I think it's like PSA. I think five years is probably good. That's fair. If uh, you're listening to a podcast that does reviews, yeah, you kind of just opted yourself into seeing a lot of spoilers. Yeah, like it, <laughs> you just kind of expect it. Like uh, I, I've kind of gotten a little bit of Walking Dead spoiled for me because I was listening. I've started listening to horror podcasts a lot, strangely enough, because because you know the best artists steal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's also the best flattery. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Jason. Or, yeah, Jason goes to hell. Is the Ninth Friday the Thirteenth film, and it is where we discover that Jason is actually a hell worm <laughs> that yeah. uh, people eat and inhabit. It inhabits their body. Well, they don't necessarily eat. He just has to get inside you, and he possesses a new body. And uh, which I think probably started in the Corey Feldman one. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um. And so, cause, yeah, because the, the Corey Feldman one, that was Jason, uh, the final chapter, that was supposed to be where they killed him off. It was number four. <laughs> um, they do that a lot, though. It's like, the final chapter, part four of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so Jason's this hellworm, and he goes from host to host. And that entire movie, he spends all of, like, two minutes as actual Jason. Uh, and he's just, like, this coroner, and then he's, like, this housewife, and then he's, like, you know... So it's kind of like the the Dax, yeah, aliens yeah, and oh, the, the symbiote. Yeah, it's kind of a symbiotic relationship, except for he hollows out your body and kills people. So yeah, not quite symbiotic. Well, the first guy like ate his heart. Yeah, but the heart was like calling to him. It's like, yeah. boom, 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 boom. It's like I'm black and numb. It's like killer, mommy, killer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, Freddy vs. Jason. More of that. That was a good movie. That movie was so implausible. I, I know. Children were not allowed to wear hats in school. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was your big thing. I just, like, I was And all surprised. those hat-wearing children were having a rave in a cornfield. Which also is not very plausible. I personally just loved the fact that they... Well, I don't know if I loved it, but I was just, like, surprised that they actually made a story for it. Yeah. Like, it's just every horror fan's boner for, like, years. They're just like, 
Yeah, let's pit Freddy versus Jason. He hmm. didn't have to have a story. Just get them both on screen and have them kill them, try and kill each other and kill people in the process. That's all you need, but... I'm surprised they haven't just done that with every classic horror character. You know, they should have done that with uh, Michael Myers. But whoever won Freddy vs. Jason should have, like, fought Michael Myers. There have been plans for a uh, Jason versus Leatherface. Uh, I think Ash was supposed to get in there. Oh. How is Jason I think that happened in Texas. the comic series. Yeah, I actually own the comic Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. Hmm. That would be oh, I read that. That was awesome. Um, you know, there's been a lot of them planned. And I'd love to see some more. I don't know if it's going to happen, but... Yeah, but nobody won in Freddy vs. Jason. Jason won. Neither one of them won. Jason won. No? Alright, so at the end of the movie, Jason walks out of the fucking river holding Freddy's head. But Freddy is all a dream anyway... And but he's he been has made re- real. He's been reduced to head before, and at the very end, before the credits, <laughs> all right, he you smiles. Know you know what? Like this is was all my plan all along. All oh. yes, but doesn't he wink? Yeah, he smiles and winks. He was a head, and Jason was still all Jason. Yeah, so but Freddy won. speaks English. So he's you know he could be like possessing Jason. You know what would be awesome though? Jason versus Michael Myers. It could be an entirely silent film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It could be done with the old timey style. <laughs> <laughs> and soft cards like slice. And Michael oh, Myers yeah. would be like, Jason, are you a knife drawer? And Jason would be like, Are you a knife drawer? <laughs> and at the end, they'd be like, We both found the knife drawer. Yay! Then. Or, or they can like, like uh, get trapped in an internal backstabbing. <laughs> It was the only way to kill both of them was to Jason get each and Michael other are doing the bro hug. It's like tap tap tap. <laughs> and they're stuck there forever because neither one of them will die. They're like die already. God, I've been standing here for nine years. I also saw one where they tried to explain how Michael always came back to, from the dead, and it involved a cult and the stars. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it exactly, and I'm not entirely sure which one it was. I don't know. I think it was the back of the third movie said something weird like that, and that's why I rented it. The third movie has nothing to do with I know, and I was like, what is this shit? But, like, the back of the third movie VHS says something weird like witches are bringing Michael Myers back to life with some weird ritual thing. Sometimes I think the people who write the summaries of movies that are on the backs of the... the Boxes and yeah, they don't watch it. Yeah, they don't watch it. <laughs> like their sister watched it, and they were like, "Hey, can you tell me about this?" And she's like, "I don't know. I was kind of drunk." <laughs> kind of sounds like somebody's mom explaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah that could be it too. Wow. Well, well, Jason was playing the Nintendos and <laughs> I think got all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> I think some. I think like the the freaking movie summarizer job for the back of the case is one where people don't pay a lot of attention so sometimes they get a little bit vindictive and like <laughs> fudge a few details or you know put the, the summary for the princess bride on the back of strip tease or yeah we're gonna watch this awesome oh what is this it's like Timmy this is not a family movie. <laughs> but read the back, Mom! <laughs> oh, well, I must be wrong. 
I'm guessing that the, the all those nude scenes are just, you know, about how the princess feels really vulnerable right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jason walks in and stabs him. Don't have sex, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is really weird, Timmy. <laughs> Oh, Timmy. Oh, Timmy. No, my friend uh, Kevin Whitaker was uh, talking about how Michael Myers always comes back. He voted for Jason as well. Nice. Um, and I was like, I don't know, Michael Myers is always coming back from strange things. And he's like, well, that's always explained at the beginning of the next movie. I don't know. I haven't seen another Michael Myers movie since The Love Guru. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's springing back from that one. <laughs> that one was pretty bad. <laughs> That's not the same Michael Myers. No. You. Oh, oh you. <laughs> the thing about Michael Myers is he always comes back, but Jason didn't die. Sometimes for like he comes movies. back from the sixties. Yep. Yep. Sometimes he comes back as an ogre. <laughs> <laughs> He's got many layers. He does. I want to know where the Michael Myers in space <laughs> movie is. There's a Jason in space movie. There's not a Freddy in space movie. Yeah. No. But there's a leprechaun in space. There's Hellraiser in space. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting for Jason in the hood. Oh, God. <laughs> Jason's already been to the hood. No, Jason just goes camping into Manhattan every once in a while. <laughs> Never to the hood. <laughs> Jason in the hood should just be close up on Jason's face. Puts <laughs> up the hood. <laughs> tightens it. Oh, God. They would do away. that, too. He would be, like, wearing a hoodie the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And he'd learn how to do drive-bys. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of which, how did Michael Myers learn to drive a car? Yeah, he's, he's just a regular dude. He probably, I mean, he was, like, 11 when he was institutionalized. I'm sure 11-year-olds know the basics. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's not that hard to pick up, and if you have no uh, respect for human life, that's a great learning tool, actually. <laughs> it's like, it's okay if I hit somebody, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he didn't go through driver's ed, you're saying? Probably not. Okay, I didn't catch it. Of course, you know, back in the 70s when it all happened... Parents who teach their kids how to drive when they were like six. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I think Rob Zombie might have taught him for the new movie. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I, there's an alternate ending to that. There is. Yeah, I posted it on my alternate ending post. Yeah. Did any of you guys like watch a movie, like rent a movie that you didn't know a lot about? and watch it with your parents when you were younger and immediately feel ashamed that you picked that movie <laughs> or just like like it's like oh wow I wish wish I didn't do this yeah I was like 15 years old and I picked up pound puppies mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they were like why do you always pick cartoons Mallory <laughs> and I was like shut up they are like why don't you get a boyfriend or something <laughs> that didn't happen <laughs> Probably, but I don't remember. I always did the thing where, like, like I, I'd be like, hey, we should watch Pulp Fiction. And then, like, halfway into it, I'm like, oh, yeah, a man gets raped in this movie. They cuss a lot. <laughs> and that woman almost overdoses on heroin. <laughs> yeah, except for my dad was like, I just bought Pulp Fiction today. You want to watch it with? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. 
For, I'm trying to remember the first horror movie I ever saw. Might have been the. I don't know if you can count this, but The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin and that movie movie still movie. creeps me yeah, out. That counts. Yeah. That movie's. Trippy. It really counts. It's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, I think I like. Saw I can't movie. continue. I can't watch that movie still. Yeah, that I think that was my first one. I think I was a little young for that one. My mom picked that out. Yeah, we all watched it as a family. <laughs> She's like, "This is why I'm never adopting any of your cousins." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's some of your cousins. They're shady characters. <laughs> Jake. No, not Jake. Um, I don't know what the first one I saw was. A lot of the, like, I'd see them and, and I'd be like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then I'd be trying to fall asleep. And I'd be like, Freddy, no. Yes. The one that I remember seeing and it scared me wasn't actually a horror movie, but it was kind of a parody of that kind of thing yeah. in a way. Was a Monty Python sketch called oh. The Salad Days or something like that, where they're all like on having a garden party and they're all dressed up nice, and then everybody's limbs start getting cut off and there's blood <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and it, it scared me when I saw it when I was little. Yeah. I watch it now and it's hilarious, <laughs> but. Oh man, there's this one animated sketch in Monty Python's Meaning of Life where this tree falls off, or this leaf falls off a tree, and it goes, ah! Yes. And then this other leaf goes, Gerald, 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 oh my god, I can't live without you! Ah! It's <laughs> heartbreaking. And then the little leaves are like, Mom, Dad, oh no, Mom, Mom and Dad! <laughs> and, all, and, then, and then all of them. <laughs> the Altamirs. I think my first horror movie was Steel Magnolias. <laughs> <laughs> Roberts is scary. <laughs> I think I was more scared by parts of children's movies than actual horror films. You know, children's movies got real dark in the 80s, and like parents thought they were children's movies a lot of the time just because they were animated, not for children. And Muppety, yes. Like, like Gremlins, I remember seeing really young and being very scared. Yeah. The Goonies. It was oh. like it's mostly an adventure film, but I there's some dark moments that. in that. We yeah. have to watch that because I haven't seen it yet. Oh wow, mm. yeah, we do. Although I'm, I'm sad because like I don't know if you'll love it as much as as you should because you're you're not. A it kid. probably won't have the same effect, but still. Might well, I can revert back to childhood mind <laughs> okay. for that day. <laughs> Be like, man, I really would have loved this as a kid. There we I know a lot of people are scared of the large Marge scene in Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Hmm. Where she's telling this story, it's a trucker that picks him up, and she's telling oh, yeah, a story yeah. about a burning or steaming wreckage, and it looked just like this. And then there's this Tim Burton claymation yeah. thing that didn't scare me as much as the clown doctors in one of his nightmares. Mm. Oh. That's the part that scared me from that movie. What about Little Monsters? Did you guys ever watch that? Yeah, yeah I did. I loved that movie. That was a good movie. But that main monster did get pretty freaking scary. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of Gene Wilder. Still am. He's creepy. That scene in Willy Wonka scared a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In the tunnel. Yeah. That was a little... It wasn't like a dentist pulling teeth or something weird. I remember or it was like chickens eyeball. getting... It was there a was... worm going over Slugworth's face. And yeah. there was a chicken's head getting cut that's off. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. That was. The classic uh, monkey scene in Wizard of Oz. Or the monkey scenes. The yeah. monkeys in general. Scary. Scary. The whole Watership Down movie. Scary. Oh, it's good. It's good. Scary. I'm reading it. 
The cartoon? The book. I'm saying the, <laughs> the movie, the cartoon one? Yeah. 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 There's a movie called Spaced Invaders <laughs> about these, like, Martians that, like, land on Halloween. Mm, I remember seeing. And, movies. like, yeah, it's not really, it, it, it can be a little bit creepy. It was actually just, like, a good kind of kid Halloween movie. These aliens, like, are trying to get their spaceship fixed so they can get back into space, and, like, people are trying to hunt them down and stuff, and that was a good, good little movie. I'm sorry, I was thinking about cartoons that are very not appropriate for kids. All dogs go to heaven. Oh, that was alright. I remember that being kind of depressing when I was a kid. But it had a happy ending. That's true. He went to heaven. Yeah. And the girl got adopted. Yeah. Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's true. Carface died and went to hell. He went to heaven, actually. And he's like, I'm not dead yet, clock. She's like, don't touch the clock. <laughs> I never saw the sequel. No, it was not good. Uh-huh. There was also a Saturday morning TV show. That's right. Yeah. There was also... The second one was uh, Charlie was actually Charlie Sheen. No really? way! Yeah. <laughs> there was a um, Little Shop of Horrors cartoon That series. was awesome! I, I vaguely remember seeing it, and I remember building an Audrey 2 out of um, Marble Works. Yeah. Because I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was called Little Shop. Nice. Yeah. And weren't they kids? Yeah, they were kids. There was a Teen Wolf cartoon that I don't really remember very well, but I love the Teen Wolf movie, the first one. Does anybody remember the Tales from the Crypt cartoon? Oh, yes. Tales from the Crypt Keeper. That was I just... I just remember the show. They had a cartoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Tales from the Crypt They Keeper. also had a game show. <laughs> There's so many kids' cartoons based on things that were not for kids, like Little Shop of Horrors. Back to the Future. Back Bill and Ted. Toxic Crusaders. Toxic Crusaders. Is that a Bubsy cartoon? Uh, Beetlejuice. Yes. Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. I love that cartoon, Me though. too. That was good. I liked that movie when I was a kid, too, though. That, that's a good movie. Um, the Mask. Oh, oh yeah, wow. that's right. There was an Ace Ventura cartoon, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I loved both of those. Did you say Back to the Future? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Was there a Dumb and Dumber cartoon? I feel like there was for, like... I think you're right. Probably. An episode or two. Yeah, I don't think it went far. <laughs> Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. The new Ghostbusters? The real yes. Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, real Ghostbusters. One of them's in a wheelchair. Oh, that... Yeah. Because, um, like, they had to call it the real Ghostbusters because there was a, another cartoon by Filmation that did, like, He-Man and all those other marvelous 80s cartoons uh-huh. where it was... Q guys and the ghosts that they fought were more like Dracula, the merman. Okay. You know? um, and they had. Like Scooby Doo ghosts. Yeah. yeah. And they it was two guys and a gorilla and they had a <laughs> car that talked. And it was pretty good. And that, I believe, is actually based on an old black and white TV series. Called The Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. Huh. If you look, you can look it up, and it's like the theme song's like the Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters, and again it's like the Ghostbusters did it again. <laughs> wow! And I've never actually seen the old TV series. I just saw that online one time, but the cartoon was actually pretty good. They um would say, "Let's go Ghostbusters," and then they went through into their wardrobes. Mm-hmm. 
And this machine took off their clothes and put on their Ghostbuster uniforms. <laughs> and instead of like the... Um, I imagine that's what happened to Batman and Robin when they slide down the poles. <laughs> Something like that. Or they stop off in a room and change. <laughs> but um, their guns weren't the... Um, they didn't have the, the string and the nuclear reactor on the back thing. A uh, licensed nuclear reactor. But um, it shot goo or something on the, mm, the ghost guys. I don't remember hmm. what they did after that with them. But yeah, I don't know. It's like, showed you. You're all covered <laughs> in goo now. <laughs> oh no, what will I ever do? So the more famous Ghostbusters had to start calling themselves the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, it was Buster's too. Yeah. I got Buster's <laughs> Seriously. <it's laughs> That's great. On the WB. Yeah, <laughs> But it's worth checking out. I have it on DVD now. I'd love to see the old black and white TV series. I've just seen the theme song and stuff. Does anybody remember Ghost Dad with Bill Cosby? Oh, yes. And he's all like, I'm in a trunk. (laughs) No, I'm not in a trunk. Let me out of here. Wait, I'm a ghost. (laughs) Doesn't he fall into the carpet? Yes. And was he stuck in a mirror? Or he could only look through a mirror or something? I just want to bring up Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, oh, that's the scariest one forever in my mind. The little girl stuck in the mirror episode. That was the scariest one. All ever. the scary ones were the ones with the gypsy that had the shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was that was was that the one that had the mask? Or was that a Goosebumps book? There was one where they get, this girl picked up this mask and then couldn't get it off. Or I think that was a Goosebumps book. Her face became, yes, that was, her face became yeah. the mask. Uh-huh. Or yeah, that, that was Goosebumps. Yeah. I, I want to just, I want the full run of Are You Afraid of the Dark, though. I used to love that. Uh, it used to oh, be I like on Netflix. one where those kids got lost in the woods and they broke the compass. And they're like, it always points north. I don't understand. It's a compass. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that episode they were going on about the uh, the riddle, like what can you put in a box that makes it lighter? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a hole, everyone. If you ever yeah. if you ever faced with a riddle that will save your life, the answer is probably nothing or a hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you're facing the Sphinx, it's mankind. Yeah. Human or 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 forty two. Yes. True. You can only go into the forest halfway. And if Justin Timberlake or Andy Samberg gives you a present, don't open it. <laughs> I want to see a fight movie between Jamie Lee Curtis and Sigourney Weaver. Yeah! That would be pretty awesome. That would be epic. epic. Well, it's kind of strange, though, because Sigourney Weaver's skill is kicking ass, whereas Jamie Lee Curtis's <laughs> skill is just not dying. So... Yeah. Yeah. That would be really fast. Well, at the end of True Lies, wasn't she also an international spy? Or a CIA person? She was married to one, and they kind of got to the point where they were working. I think at the end, though, she was also, she, like, joined. Okay. Yeah, maybe. It's been a while since Because they called her at the end, and he was all like, oh, I'm not working today. And they're like, we want to talk to your wife. (laughs) Plus, couldn't she also um, call upon the awesome power of Buster Rhymes? Couldn't she just be like... (laughs) Couldn't she just rub her scent on Sojourney Weaver and then Michael Myers can go after her? <laughs> <laughs> because he does work by scent. Has that also hung drives? <laughs> Head out the window. It just kind of makes me think of like, that's like the special move. She's like, <laughs> it's like I filled up my special bar. Form of Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Shape of a knife drawer. <laughs> 
then Sigourney Weaver gets in her mech. <laughs> She's like, your knives are no match for my mech. The B cast. Our knife drawer is full of hammers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. For April Fool's Day, you should record a B cast episode where you just review B movies. Like, the B movie. Yeah, how about bees? Yes. Yeah. Akila and a bee. Akila, Akila and, and a bee. bee. <laughs> Not that kind of bee. Akila. <laughs> oh, he just called the C cast. It's like, we got done with B. <laughs> so our first movie today, Casper. <laughs> now, is, this, is the worst witch a B movie? Would you consider it a B movie? Um, I think we consider everything we want to consider a B movie a B movie. We're like, we want to review this. It's a B movie. Like, we reviewed Seven. Seven was done. Yeah. <laughs> The Lamb Before Time 4. Oh, no, there's like 18 of those now. Yes. I have we'll 14 of them. them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what else? Um, so, like, Lifetime movies? Yeah, Lifetime yeah. movies. The with Kirsten Dunst, and she's all like, I'm pregnant. Oh, no. Some of those right. get pretty scary, though. Yeah. No, that's why my mom never let me play outside. She's like, you stay inside and watch Freddy vs. Jason, because you can't play outside because you'll get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And raped and murdered, and I won't find you for 12 years, and you'll be all like, I am an Amish person, I don't know. <laughs> murdered into snails? <laughs> That's right. Murdered into snails. B-cast. Murdered into snails. <laughs> See, I worry about, like, being too careful about, like, yeah. don't, don't go out there, because there's people who will kidnap you. Because I always think about that like story in Haunted by Palinik, mm. where this girl... I haven't uh, read all of it yet. Oh. Well, go ahead. There's like this girl who's like, her mom is always like, now if your dad ever touches you, you let me know. Or, you know, if he ever pulls down your pants and da-da-da-da, so you let me know. And so she's got, her mom kind of like, gets her in this mind frame where she's always expecting her dad to molest her. <laughs> so, like, where she's just, you know, her dad just wants to be her, her dad, like, and have a relationship. He goes to the zoo the whole time. She's just like, this guy's going to molest me. And <laughs> it ruins the relationship with her father. And, like, you know. So Lifetime yeah. is ruining everyone's future. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I, think, I think there's some truth in that, actually. You know what, though? I did not expect this, but one time on Lifetime, they showed Resident Evil. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I watched it. I watched the hell of it. And I was like... Is there an abusive husband in there? No, but it's like... It, the whole channel's about, like, empowering women. And True. And stuff, and Alice is a badass. Well, they should show the worst witch. They yeah, should. That's right. She's a, that's a whole castle full of powerful ladies. <laughs> Except for those couple dudes. With the Oh, man. You know, like, one of the... Those girls are probably listening to the B-Cast going, that was me. <laughs> they said I look like a boy. I got so many compliments on my fro, bullet, red head, atrocity. <laughs> I was playing Ron's mom. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, it was artistic but, direction. I'm sorry, but probably at the time of the filming of that movie, I had a similar haircut. So. But you, sir, are a boy. True. <laughs> So there's an Iron Man 3 trailer out. I haven't seen it yet. Looks awesome. It's directed by somebody else. Does it still has Robert Downey Jr. Does it have Don Cheadle in it again? 
Yes. And then I'm there. You like Don Cheeto? I do. I once had a dream where I referred to somebody as a reverse Don Cheeto. <laughs> what? And I've been, I've been trying to figure it out ever since. <laughs> and so I've seen a few movies of his. I'd like to keep seeing more because he's a very good actor. So if anybody knows what a reverse Don Cheeto is, <laughs> I'm all ears. That sounds like a position. <laughs> I know. Oh. I immediately thought of Canadian sex Award. <laughs> Or, or WWF wrestling holds. Oh, he's got a reverse Don Cheeto on him. Yeah, oh, right. no, no. Yeah, yeah, and on that note, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids, don't do that. Because we're done hanging out. <laughs> hanging, hanging out. Hanging out with the family. Hanging out with the family. Having, Having a sense of, of the